Welcome back to the conclusion of the message from Luke chapter 5, verse 1 through 11, entitled, Here They Come. We have learned the hard way that we have to obey Jesus even when we don't understand everything, even when we think we have really good excuses not to. When we step out on faith and follow him, Jesus will reward us in ways that astonish us, just like he did with his disciples. Here's Pastor Tim. That leads me to number three. Not only were these disciples somewhat reluctant, then finally submissively responsive, but they were surprisingly rewarded. Their obedience was rewarded and yours will be too. And to say that they were surprised is not, is not to just suppose that or to imagine it. Skip down to verse number 9 for just a moment. Look at this verse. For he, that's Simon, and all who were with him were astonished at the catch of fish. They were amazed. I mean, maybe there for just a, just a, just a brief moment. In the midst of their reluctance, they finally just thought, I, I can kind of see it. And they step out in obedience. When they do, they don't just receive the reward that they expect. They are astonished. They are shocked. They are, they are in awe of what God has done. Don't you know that that's how God likes to operate? He wants to operate in such a way that there is no other explanation for the result other than Him. It's not come by chance. It's not come by happenstance. It's not come by your ingenuity or your skill. God has worked. People need to see it. They too are surprisingly rewarded. I want you to see some of the ways that their faith and their obedience was rewarded. First of all, they were rewarded with fish. You know, in verse number six, when they had done this, they caught a great number of fish. Not just a few, but a great number. What is that number? I don't know what that number is, but I do know this. And their net was breaking. It's more than they ever expected. It's more than they had ever experienced. And they weren't relying on themselves or their past. God gave them more. He gave them fish. Number two, they were rewarded with friends. They were rewarded with friends. Look at verse number seven. So they signaled to their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and they filled both boats so that they, the boats themselves began to sink. There were other people that were there. There were partners that they had, partners in the gospel. We're not meant to do this all by ourselves. There are partners that we want to work with. There are, there are partners that I want to work with. When someone is doing something that is good, that is redemptive, that's bringing men and women and boys and girls to Christ, I want to be a part of that. 
You want to be a part of that. We want to see God use us as a church together, working together to bring people to faith in Christ. Who gets the greater part of the benefit? They both benefit, don't they? Peter and his crew. John, we learned, John and James and their crew. The one that really benefits the most is the person who first steps out and says, I will launch out into the deep. I will let down the nets. I don't see them, but I'm going to be prepared for them. Here they come. And I'm going to be ready. God will reward you with fish. He'll reward you with friends. Number three, they were rewarded by the Father. I mean, they, they began to understand Jesus in a whole new light. Look at verse number eight. When Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. Not calling him master anymore. Not calling him master, which may have a definition of Lord with a little L. This is Lord with a capital L, isn't it? He recognizes that he's not just looking at a carpenter. He's looking at the one who built the world. He's not just looking at a preacher. He's looking at the one who speaks the very word of God. He's not just looking at this great sign. He is looking at a Savior. He's not looking at just a great miracle. He is looking at this master. And he even is able to look beyond him and see his holiness. And so he says, depart from me, Lord. I am a sinful man. There's so much that God wants to do. And it may be that you feel like I feel sometimes. Most of the time. Almost all the time. There's got to be somebody better. There's got to be somebody better that God can use. There's got to be somebody that's more fit. There's got to be somebody that is more in tune. There's got to be somebody that could have even greater results. The results aren't yours. The results are His. Don't look at somebody else's talent, somebody else's ability, somebody else's position, somebody else's ingenuity, somebody else's creativity, somebody else's person, somebody else's popularity. Don't look at somebody else. Look at yourself. You may be the tool that God wants to use more than any other tool in the toolbox. You. That's why you'll be surprisingly astonished that God would use somebody like you. God likes to use people like me because He likes to use the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. 
He likes to use the weak things of the world to show his strength. And like it or not, that's the same reason that he likes to use you. He brought the fish. And he'll bring the people. The issue is not about fish and nets, is it? It's just an illustration. It's what we read about in the final few verses. They were rewarded with fearlessness. With fearlessness. Look at verse number 9. For he and all who were with him were astonished at the catch of fish which they had taken. So also were James and John, the sons of Zebedee, who were partners with Simon. Jesus said to Simon, Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. The message of Jesus to Simon is the message of Jesus to you. Do not be afraid. Somebody's got more time to do it and more smarts than I've got have counted and said there are 365 times that the Bible says, do not be afraid. It's one for every day. Every day, somebody needs to be reminded, don't be afraid. Today is one of those days. Today is a day that somebody needs to be reminded. Do not be afraid. In this world, all on our own, with our own resources only at hand, we have plenty of reason to be afraid. But you're not alone. You're not in this by yourself. You're not living life in your own strength and in your own power. You're not even living this life in your own objectives. If you have submitted yourself to Christ, then it is His objectives that have become your objectives. His mission that is now your mission. His purpose that is now your purpose. So do not be afraid. From now on, you will catch men. The Bible says when they brought their boats to land, they forsook all and followed him. The best day fishing ever. I mean, it's the best day ever. I mean, the, the bookkeeper is licking his chops because his pen's going to run out of ink. And then his red pen is his black pen, you know, that he's all excited about. This is the best day that the Simon Peter Fishing Company had ever seen in all their days. So much so that even their partners, the Zebedee Fishing Company, was having their best day too. And they said, we don't want to do this anymore. We want to follow him. Because it's not about fish. It's not about the results that are immediate that you see. It's about following Jesus. If you will follow Jesus, more people will be saved than you can ever imagine. If you would follow Jesus, you would be a different person than you ever imagined that you could be. 
if you would simply forsake everything and follow Him. Eye has not seen, nor ear heard, nor has even entered into the heart of man the wonderful things that God has prepared for those who love Him. So here they come, Britt David. Can you get to the point of nevertheless? Or do you stop with we have toiled all night and caught nothing? Can you get to the nevertheless? Can you get to the point to where He is Master and He is Lord? Will you step out and try to win men and women and boys and girls to faith in Jesus? Will you launch out into the deep and try to get that one? You know, that one, that one that you wrote on that card. That one... Would you do it for the gospel's sake? Let's pray. Jesus, I know that my fear leads to my reluctance. But as you challenge me, as you equip me to not be afraid, I pray that you would help me, help us as a church body, Launch out into the deep that we might be astonished at what you would do. May the very epicenter for national revival be 2801 West Britt David Road. Start it here. Move that revival out that others may hear and know that you may bring about spiritual awakening that your house might be filled and your name glorified in Jesus name I pray Amen stand with me where you are it is so encouraging to know that when we don't understand everything and we step out in faith God rewards and astonishes us Pastor Tim would love to connect and share with you about a personal relationship with Jesus Christ and how you can know that you know that Jesus Christ is your Savior and Lord. That address is churchoffice at brittdavid.org. We are located at 2801 West Britt David Road, Columbus, Georgia, 31909. Thanks again for joining us here on Britt David Podcast.